Welcome to Victorious Living. Just because that a person is a Christian or just because a person is born again does not mean that Satan continues to try to blind our minds to the truth of the scriptures. Of course, we, he's not going to blind our minds to Jesus because we believe Jesus is the Messiah. We've received Christ uh, as our Redeemer and Savior and, and the different things that we have come to believe but yet at the same time, Satan will see if he can get you to question whether or not what you believe is really the truth. Welcome to Victorious Living with Pastor Charles Cowan. Today, Pastor Cowan shares part three of his series he's entitled, The Reward of Obedience. We invite you to stay tuned to today's program. If you can't, we invite you to visit our website at victoriousliving.org. There you'll find other audio and video resources to help you in your Christian walk. And now here's Pastor Cowan as he shares the reward of obedience. Okay, well, let's begin tonight in John's Gospel, uh, St. John chapter 17, verse 14. This is a prayer that Jesus, first of all, prayed for himself as he was facing going to the cross. And then this is a prayer in here that he prays for his disciples. So that whole chapter, the 17th chapter of St. John deals with uh, Jesus and his prayer and uh, the disciples uh, simply because of the fact that Jesus was about ready to leave and go back to heaven. John 17, verse 14. I have given them, them being the disciples and the, his followers, I have given them thy word, and the world hath hated them. That word hate, you know, that's a pretty strong word, hate. You, you hate somebody. We don't mind talking about we hate things, but here it's talking about hating people. It's pretty strong. So he said, I've given them thy word and the world hath hated them. Now that word hate here is they, they feel and, what's this word? Uh, toward them, A-B-H-O-R-R-E-N-C. Somebody pronounce that for me. <laughs> yes, that's it, right there. I was just saying who all knew it. And so it, it's, it's that feeling toward them, and it is dislike, and it's intensely. And I think we've said that before, you know, when we've been preaching on the subject of love on Sunday mornings, that hate is an intense dislike that de develops into what we say about other people, criticizing, being critical of other people. In this case, they were very critical toward Jesus and toward his disciples and toward his followers. And so the Bible, uh, the, he gives us this account here, and the world hath hated them because they're not of this world, he says. Let me begin at the, at the beginning. I have, I have given them thy word, and the world hath hated them because they are not of this world, meaning the orderly arrangement of religion. They didn't have anything to do with the religion of the Jewish people at that time. People that, that denied Jesus, they didn't receive Christ as their Messiah. So they were, quote, unquote, 
against Jesus. Those are the people then that were involved in this. So he said, I have given them thy word and the world has hated them uh, because they are not of the world, the disciples. They're not of the orderly arrangement of the religion, of the Jewish religion. Even Jesus then says, even as I am not of the world. Verse 18, as thou hast sent me into the world, even so have I also sent them into the world. Now he's talking about his disciples and he's talking about sending them, commissioning them, anointing them to go then from what he has taught them, what they have learned by following him for three, three and a half years. He said, now I have sent you into the world. But you look across just our crowd here tonight, he has sent us into the world to preach the gospel or to preach the message of Jesus. So we, we fit into that. He has sent them. He said, uh, uh, and has that, verse 18, as thou hast sent me into the world, even so have I also sent them into the world. I think sometimes it's easy to say, well, that was back then and this is now. So we don't, we don't want to separate it because if we're in the body of Christ, and we are, a person is, obviously, if they're born again. And so he said that we are sent ones as well. And then uh, Paul in his writing in the Corinthian letter, second Corinthian letter of, uh, of the uh, fourth chapter, second Corinthians four, verse four. In whom the God of this world, this word world, whom the God of this period of time, I mean, you know, Satan's gonna be taken off the scene at some point in time. So he says, in whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not. Now, if you are blind, uh, speaking not, not of day and night as we know day and night, but if they are blind, they can't see. If they are blind, they are in darkness. So he said, in whom the God of this world or the God in this period of time has blinded the minds of them which believe not. So Satan's at work here, demon spirits are at work, blinding the mind so that they do not come to the point that they believe Jesus is the Christ or the anointed one or the Messiah. It says that Satan has blinded their mind. So their thinking's wrong, they're, they're not thinking right, and so what happens, they're anti-Christ. So there's a lot of people today that's anti-Christ. Uh, and so, so he, uh, in whom the God of this world, this period of time has blinded the minds of them which believe not. Now, think about this just for a moment. Just because that a person is a Christian or just because a person is born again does not mean that Satan continues to try to blind our minds to the truth of the scriptures. Of course, we, he's not going to blind our minds to Jesus because we believe Jesus is the Messiah. We've received Christ uh, as our Redeemer and Savior and, and the different things that we have come to believe, but yet at the same time, Satan will see if he can get you to question whether or not what you believe is really the truth. And so here Paul is writing that to the Corinthian church. Let me read it again. In whom the God of this world or in this period of time has blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest 
unless the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. Why would a person not receive Christ as their Savior? Simply as this, their mind is blinded. And then if their mind is not blinded to the fact, to the truth, that Jesus is Lord, that he is the Messiah, then the adversary then continues to try to blind the minds of the Christian to healing. You know, like, uh, you know, uh, how, how some today who are Christians, maybe preachers, say, well, God doesn't heal anymore. God's not doing that anymore. See, they're speaking from a blinded mind, even though they have uh, received Jesus into their life, but yet they're blinded to further truths concerning Jesus and what Jesus did when he was here on earth as the Messiah. Their minds are blinded to it. Or, you know, another uh, little example of that is that some that people believe in the Holy Spirit, but they say tongues is not for today. Even some of them go far enough to say that tongues is of the devil. And so what's happening, Satan is blinding their mind. And so there's a lot of truth in the scripture. I'd like to tell you that we believe all of them, but we don't know all of them perhaps. But nonetheless, the point is Satan still works with the Christian as he works with blinding the minds of the sinner or the one who is not saved or who is not a Christian, he has blinded their minds. And that's what he's, what he's telling us here. In whom the God of this world has blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. Or we could say it this way, it would shine unto them were it not for their blindness that they have. So when he uses the word world here in the 2 Corinthians 4, 4, world here just simply means a period of time. In this period of time that we're in, in this present world. And then uh, Satan was given this position for this period of time. Satan was given this position in the Garden of Eden when Adam was disobedient to God. He allowed Satan uh, to have the authority the authority that God gave to man only it is uh, what's a good word we can use he doesn't obviously Satan doesn't use it the way God intends for the Christian to use their authority does that make any sense to you well probably not then I don't care anybody all right now let's look at Ephesians chapter 6 verses 12 then and uh, and uh, talk about that just a little bit for we wrestle not against flesh and blood. But you know what? One of the hardest things that a Christian does is to understand in other people that other people are not our problem. Now, other people can put some bumps in the road, perhaps, but the, he, really the other people are not our problem. And he said here that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against these principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. There again, we see the word world, rulers of this period of time that we are now living in and against spiritual wickedness in high places. And it's, they have, it has a lot to do with people in high places of religion. When Adam and Eve ate, 
it was an act of disobedience to God. It was directly a direct disobedience to God. God told, told Adam, don't eat of that tree. And of all the trees of the garden you can eat of, but this one tree is a dedicated tree. It's the tree of life. Do not eat of that. So it's not that Adam was blinded. It's not that Adam didn't know. It was Adam's disobedience to God that caused him to do what he did. And so because of that, Satan is in the earth, has a right to be here. Say, Adam gave that right for a process of time here in this earth. That time span is closing quickly. It's closing quickly, much quicker as we look at it today than it was just a few years back. So when Adam ate, it was an act of disobedience which allowed the darkness to come into the world. Now listen to what I'm going to say. Every act of, of disobedience that I may have or that I may do, I'm letting in a little more darkness. Every act of disobedience lets in a little darkness. And the more disobedient that you can, that I continue, I, let me use myself, that I continue to walk in, the darker the darkness becomes. Their minds become blinded to the darkness. And, you know. It's our hope that today's message, The Reward of Obedience, has ministered to you. We invite you to come visit us at our website, victoriousliving.org. There you'll find audio of today's sermon and different resources and materials that can help you in your Christian walk. If you would like to request a free CD copy of today's message, you can do that by calling 1-800-842-7896. Again, that number, 1-800-842-7896. If you would like to receive a free CD copy of today's message, please request Offer 46, today's special offer, 46. From Pastor Cowan and the congregation of Faith is the Victory Church, we'll be looking for you next time on Victorious Living.